We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Opportunity in front of us. There remains so much that we can do to help improve people's lives, and we will. Because that's, I got to tell you, that's why I'm here. And I know it's why every member of this conference is here, to make this a better country. We want American families to feel more confident in their lot in life. We want the next generation to know that, yes, the best days of this country are still ahead of us. I'm really proud of the bill that we produced. It would make a dramatic improvement in our healthcare system and provide relief by people hurting under Obamacare. And what's probably most troubling is the worst is yet to come with Obamacare. I'm also proud of the long, inclusive, member-driven process that we had. Any member who wanted to engage constructively to offer ideas to improve this bill, they could. And I want to thank so many members who helped make this bill better. A lot of our members put a lot of hard work, work into this. I also want to thank the president. I want to thank the vice president. I want to thank Tom Price, Mick Mulvaney, and the entire White House team. The president gave his all in this effort. He did everything he possibly could to help people see the opportunity that we have with this bill. He's really been fantastic. Still, we got to do better and we will. I absolutely believe that. This is a setback no two ways about it. But it is not the end of the story because I know that every man and woman in this conference is now motivated more than ever to step up our game, to deliver on our promises. I know that everyone is committed to seizing this incredible opportunity that we have, and I sure am. Yeah, this is the problem. I, I, I worry. The question is, is, is we kind of prop it along and, and, have, and, and try and prop it up. It is so fundamentally flawed. I don't know that that is possible. Um, what we're really worried about is, and you've heard me say this all along, is the coming premium increases that are coming with a death spiraling health care system. Uh, that is my big concern. Um, we uh, just didn't quite get consensus today. Uh, what, what we have is a member-driven process to try and get consensus. We came very close, but we did not get that consensus. That's why I thought the wise thing to do is not, pro not proceed with a vote, but to pull the bill and, and, and see what we can do. But I don't think the law, as it is fashioned or anything close to it, is really going to be able to, to survive. I'll, I'll, we'll see. We're going to go back and figure out what, what, what the next steps are. Yeah. Can you well, I don't want to cast blame. It, there is a block of, of no votes that we had that 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 is why this didn't pass. Uh, they were a sufficient number of votes that prevented it from passing and they didn't change their votes. Uh, we were close. Um, some of the members of that caucus were voting with us, but not enough were. And therefore, and, and I met with their chairman earlier today. Uh, and he, he made it clear to me that, that the votes weren't going to be there from their team, and, and that, that was sufficient to provide the votes, the balance to not have this bill passed. Mr. Speaker, you all swept the House, won the majority with a promise to repeal Obamacare. The majority in the Senate with a promise That's to repeal Obamacare. Right. The White House with a promise to repeal Obamacare. How do you go home to your constituents and 
all of your members home to their constituents saying, you know what? It's not even 100 days into the administration. Sorry, folks. We just can't figure Dana, it out. Dana, it's a really good question. I wish I had a better answer for you. Uh, I really believe that Obamacare is a law that is collapsing. It's hurting families. It's not working. It was designed in a fundamentally flawed way. Uh, we believe this bill is the best way to go, but we just didn't quite get the consensus to get there. Yeah. Two questions to your mind. Number one, the bottom line is Obamacare right now remains the That's law right. of the land. Is that going to change in 2017? Yeah, I don't know what else to say other than Obamacare is the law of the land. It's going to remain the law of the land until it's replaced. We did not have quite the votes to replace this law. Uh, and so, yeah, we're going to be living with Obamacare for the foreseeable future. I don't know how long it's going to take us to replace this law. My worry is um, Obamacare is, is going to be getting ev even worse. Actually, I think um, we were probably doing the Democrats a favor. I think we were doing the architects of Obama a favor by passing this law before it gets even worse. Well, I guess that favor is not going to be given to them, and it's going to get worse. And so I don't think the architects of Obamacare I'm sure they may be pleased right now, but when they see how bad this thing gets, based on all the projections we're being told by, by the plans that are participating in Obamacare, I don't think they're going to like that either. Look, five states, you got one plan left, one choice. Over a third of the counties in America, one plan left. And the kinds of projections we're being told from the people providing health insurance to these people in plans, it's going to get even worse. And so... I don't think the architects of Obamacare envision this future. It's certainly not one we want for the American people. And I wish we had the kind of consensus we needed to bring a bill to the floor to pass and replace it. Um, but we just don't have that right now. Mr. Chad. Now, no, Chad. What about the political capital that was going to You have to keep the government open for about five weeks. The debt ceiling is still under tax reform. I know you say that this, is, this part was never going to get into right. that part. How much capital did you burn on this today, and how does that potentially injure those other bills? I think our members know we have did everything we could to get consensus. This is how uh, governing works when you're in the majority. We need to get 216 people to agree with each other to write legislation, not 210, not 215. We need 216 people in the House to agree with each other on how to write a piece of legislation. We didn't have 216 people. We were close. But we did not have 216 people. And that's how legislating works. And so now we're going to move on with the rest of our agenda because we have big, ambitious plans to improve people's lives in this country. We want to secure the border. We want to rebuild our military. We want to get the deficit under control. We want infrastructure and we want tax reform. To the last question you asked me about tax reform, Chad, yes, this does make tax reform more difficult. Uh, but it does not in any way make it impossible. We will proceed with tax reform. We will continue with tax reform. Uh, that's an issue I know quite a bit about. I used to run that committee. Um, I spoke with the president, the Treasury Secretary, and his economic advisors uh, earlier today about tax reform. So we are going to proceed with tax reform. This makes it clearly di more difficult. You know how the numbers work. It's about a trillion dollars. But that just means the Obamacare taxes stay with Obamacare. We're going to go fix the rest of the tax code. I don't think so. I don't think this is prologue for other future things because members realize there are other parts of our agenda that people have even more agreement on on what to achieve. We have even more agreement on the need and the nature of tax reform, on funding the government, on rebuilding the military, on securing the border. This issue had a big difference of opinion, not whether we should repeal and replace Obamacare, but just how we should replace it. And that is the growing pains of governing. We were a 10-year opposition party where being against things was easy to do. You just had to be against it. 
And now, in three months' time, we try to go to a governing party where we actually have to get 216 people to agree with each other on how we do things. And we weren't just quite there today. We will get there, but we weren't there today. Mr. Yeah. I was wondering if you're going to move ahead with phase two and three, oh, HHS phase two, and here with phase three legislation, and also um, if you can just talk about how the conference is feeling right now. Uh, the conference is let down. The conference is disappointed. The conference, we were on the cusp of fulfilling a, a, a promise that we made. We were on the cusp of achieving an ambition that we've all had for seven years, and we came a little short. We were close, but not quite there. Um, on your other issues, this bill would have made uh, what we call phase two uh, much, much better. Nevertheless, I think there are some things that the secretary of HHS can do to try and sort of stabilize things. But really, we needed this bill to make it better. For instance, risk pools. We believe the smarter way to help people with pre-existing conditions get affordable coverage while bringing down the health care costs for everybody else is through reinsurance risk or risk sharing pools, which this bill supplied for the states. That's not now going to happen. And therefore, he won't be able to deploy that, that, that policy tool that we think is better than Obamacare. So we do, we do lose a lot of the tools we wanted to help improve people's lives and bring down health care costs in this country. Thank you very Mr. much. Speaker. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.